All right. Should we should we go? Yes, let's do the thing. Welcome to the Peter Rabbit Hole. A podcast about children's books. I'm Annika. I'm Katie. <laughs> and we're gonna spend 45 minutes discussing a book that takes seven minutes to read. This one might be eight. Feels indulgent okay. though. Uh, today we're reading. Have you seen my hat? I want my hat back. I want my hat back by John Clausen. Okay. I'm going to take a moment be- because you um, screwed up the title. Because oh, in my head, it is always, I want my hat. Or have you seen my hat? Yeah. And it's not. That's not the title. Despite it being the bear's catchphrase. <laughs> he, in fact, never says, I want my hat back. <laughs> I just... It, see, it seems like you're fighting your own natural setup. Yeah, because I read it, obviously, and yeah. that's what stuck in my brain was, have you seen my hat? I had to make myself stop whenever I was typing up, like, the notes and things, because I kept <laughs> writing to say, have you seen my hat? Nope, nope. I want my hat back. Official name. Fun facts. Yeah. All right. John Clausen. He's like, it's like there's a U in there, but there isn't. I saw something. Clausen? Ah, Clausen. Okay. He is Canadian. Oh. Our second fine Canadian okay. author of the pod. Uh, born in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. I think he lives in LA now. Makes sense if you're from Winnipeg. <laughs> I don't, I assume that was throwing shade on the poor Winnipegians. Yes. Good. Not that I've ever been. I hear it's a lovely place. <laughs> But I've also no, no. heard that it's full of black flies, and also sometimes it's colder than Mars. Yeah, that that is not a great bumper sticker for yeah. selling it. Well, our friend from there, land of black flies and colder than Mars, <laughs> I Want My Hat Back is the first in a trilogy of hat books, <laughs> followed by This Is Not My Hat, which the main character is a fish, and then We Found a Hat turtles that time (laughs) this was his first book that he was both author and illustrator for and i think the hat trilogy might be the only ones he's done both for john does he usually author or does he usually illustrate usually illustrate because he was also an animator on kung fu panda and caroline Ooh, yeah hilariously avery has watched it but i haven't it weirded me out and i don't know what yes, that says to me scary. It's, the- it's very scary for adults and an interesting adventure for children yes i had a moment i'm like yes katie let the six-year-old watch the scary movie unsupervised because it's bothering you this seems like an excellent parenting choice yeah but you know avery she she likes a good creepy business yeah in a couple of years she's gonna love the book i'm looking forward to that hopefully the Zombie parents with button eyes will be less bothersome to me when we're reading it. Absolutely not. It's horrifying. Okay, good. Can't wait. (laughs) You'll have nightmares. She'll have a great time. And those were my fun facts. I could not find a website for him. He's got a Tumblr. He's got a Twitter. He does not want a website that I could find. So largely, largely all of my things are pulled from his Wikipedia page. Also, he and I graduated from college the same year, and he is clearly 
gone on to accomplish more than some of us <laughs> that graduated that year. You know, it's not about, it's not about, you know, competition between, it's competition against yourself. Are you better than you were when you graduated from college? I mean, you're asking during a pandemic, it's a very, very rough time. <laughs> for, a, for a given value of better, yes. All right. Um, all right, our synopsis, a synopsis of this book. Please. I want my hat back. A bear has lost his hat. Oh no, he cannot find it anywhere. So he asks many woodland creatures if they've seen it with varying degrees of success. <laughs> but what happens at the end? I, or suppose, you... I was that, yeah, that's, that's the like, it would go on a book flap synopsis. What actually happens is uh, there's the bunny and the bunny has stolen the hat and the bear doesn't notice when he asks the bunny until he realizes that the bunny stole the hat and then he super eats the bunny. Which in the Wikipedia page, they're like, the ending was called a subversive risk and there was controversy <laughs> about releasing it. <laughs> and you're like, no, that's the best part of the book. Absolutely. Well, it might be the page where he realizes he's seen his hat. That's a good page. Yeah, so then he eats the bunny and it was controversial. Yes. Our art synopsis. Yes. Which I was going to describe it as, it's like he did watercolor figures and then cut them out and did a mm -hmm. collage. But yeah. according to the inside flap, the art was digitally created with Chinese ink. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So I guess I, I would assume that it's a similar process it's just not with like cut out the pieces and glue i think he like painted them and mm. then scanned them in and essentially made them like little collage because yeah there, there's no background to any pictures it's really just animals largely looking like the exact same cutout from the previous page and like a sprinkling of twigs and dirt yeah a little bit of foliage and all white backgrounds except for that one very good page. Very good page. It, streamline is, yes. I feel like, a good way to yeah. describe it. All right, shall, shall we dig into the plot? Yeah. Okay, part of what I am super amused by in this book, mm -hmm. we just go straight into the search for the hat. We get mm -hmm. no backstory about what the hat truly looks like. Nope. When did it go missing? No idea. How long has it been? Nothing. No. Simply, I don't have my hat. I kept wondering because he's, he's on a mission and he's focused. This must be his daily wearer? Yeah. I think this is an all the time hat. It, it feels... Like if you were a guy, this was your base cap of security, baseball yeah. cap of security. I mean, it's a little surprising given that he's a bear, but who am I to judge? That he is a wearer of hats. Yeah. I Oh, this is something. So he, it's super formulaic. We like, we yeah. meet an animal. We ask about the hat. They have not seen the hat. But we say, thank you. Yeah. But no one for how desperate he is to find this hat. No one acts like they're familiar with the hat he's talking about. No. 
I also wonder if he's met all these animals before or if he's just like wandering up to strangers because usually in the picture book the conceit is that all of these animals are sort of friends and like they all know each other and they interact all the time yeah this one feels more like they might all be strangers it there is quite a wonderful awkwardness yeah like there's no they don't like I don't think these animals know each other this is a new thing and it's just this bear showing up and being like hello do you have my hat and they're like nah man I don't know what that is bye right which makes it a little bit less distressing that he has eaten the rabbit because they're not friends (laughs) (laughs) it's just some asshole who stole his hat You know what? I had never considered the relationship of the bear to the rabbit he eats. But yeah, I, I felt like, because it has never bothered me that we eat the rabbit. The first time we read this, I laughed really hard. And that was, it's, it seemed like excellent justice happening. Yeah. Okay, so the hat is a red triangle, essentially. Mm-hmm. And when he finally got the hat at the end and put it on, it looked too small and silly on him. Mm-hmm. And now that we are a bear that is in the woods and we don't know any of these, are we possibly a circus bear <laughs> that someone has stolen our red pointy clown hat and now we're going to the local mm-hmm. community to seek help? Perhaps. I buy it. I, I'm a little distressed by the lack of backstory. I just... <laughs> I kind of love the lack of backstory. Oh, it, it, it is fantastic for the book. Yes, but so here it, do, it does certainly bring up many questions. So we've called this our plot section. Is this a complete plot? Or is it more mm. like we are in a section? Like we got like mm. a third of a book and there's like two thirds out there somewhere happening in the world. I mean, there's certainly many other things that could inform this plot, like when did the hat go missing and who are all of these characters and what happens now that he's eaten someone. Right? Is, is there repercussions? Yeah. I, inquiring minds want to know. But also, like he had a problem and he went out to fix it. And then he solved the problem. So, like, that plot is tied okay. up real nice with a bow. They do say, like, the best stories make the reader feel like the story continues on. Like, mm-hmm. that you've only given a snapshot into a world. And I feel like yes. this book, very successful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You don't need all the backstory. Okay. Because I was also, in reading, I'm like, none of these animals are offering to help him find his hat. No. Which didn't have the feeling of someone reaching out to their community of friends. Yeah. Because you often in these kinds of situations, which do come up surprisingly often in children's books. Yes. It would be like the bear would go to the first, like the frog or whatever, and be like, hey, have you seen my hat? And he would say, no, I haven't. I'll help you. And then it would be the frog and the bear together go to the next person and say, have you seen the hat? And then everyone would follow along and it would be a whole trail of. We, we would collect, yeah. a, you know, a party to help us in this quest. Yeah. And this one is not about friendship, the friends we made along the way, or any of that nonsense. This is simply about retrieving our hat and doling out justice. 
Oh, no, there's a moment here. Like when he meets the turtle. Have you seen my hat? I haven't seen anything all day. I've been trying to climb this rock. Would you like me to help you lift up? Like, That's he, true. We have a moment that the bear is caring. Mm-hmm. That he, is, he is extending help to others that are not extending out to him. That's true. Who is it that doesn't know what a hat is? I, gosh, I even wrote a note. What the hell is this animal? It is a gray... Is Blah. it an armadillo? Is I, it a mole? It could, well, a mole would have the star on the end of its nose. It could, it could be like a gopher. It doesn't have any ears, which is no. part of the question. Yeah. It's the lines. It's the mm. lines across that make me go, oh, like maybe, maybe. <laughs> and it's got a skinny tail with lines on it oh. there. Then maybe yeah. it is an armadillo. You're not like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sort of appears behind the tree. I never would have seen armadillo. But now that you say it, yeah, I was always thinking something far more rodent-y. Well, because it doesn't have quite as much nose as you think an armadillo might. I, I don't know. I feel like nose is all he has for a face. Well, it's something about, I think of armadillos as like, circles because they can be circled yes and so there's something about like the angle of head to body i Mm. want to be more round to really like yell armadillo at me which is not necessarily true that's just where my brain goes when i think of like the essence of armadillo but if he's an armadillo we're in a forest then with a frog, a deer, a fox, an armadillo, a squirrel. Incorrect biosphere for an armadillo. This feels a lot wetter yeah. than an armadillo wants. Yes, because the whole the, the toad gets its own little lily pad. Yeah. So like there's there's more water around than an armadillo generally wants, I think. I think of them as being sort of desert creatures. I have never lived any place with an armadillo. I think about them like it is a southeast. Yeah. Not southeast, not southeast. Southwest. I'm going to cut that southwest part. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely from the southwest. Yeah. Sort of like scrub grass and mesas and armadillos, which is not where we are. There is a rattlesnake, although rattlesnakes are actually prevail- prevalent lots of places. Yeah. They go more places than others but maybe it's maybe it's like right on that edge maybe we're maybe we are in the southeast in like the the, wooded section yeah we're in like the sangres or something and we're just a little bit further up a mountain than your average armadillo might go and so you get all of your like cooler weather animals but also you're near a desert but i think if we're going to go with my premise that the bear is on a traveling Ah. circuit it could be from Las Vegas. <laughs> a very earlier Las Vegas. <laughs> That'd be a great engagement question. It's like, do you know bears performing in Las Vegas? Oh, um, oh, what's the tiger guys? Oh. Sig- Siegfried and Roy? Yes. Yeah, maybe there were bears at one time. Maybe. Like, that was a tangent. <laughs> it sure was. Oh, let's let's bring it back. Yeah, that was a plot. It's got a plot. 
plot happens and then it's done. Well, also, I like, am satisfied by the ending. I love the bear is very like even killed through this, except for two very dramatic moments. And after he is discussed with five or six different animals and no one's seen the hat, the fact that he's just laying on the ground <laughs> completely defeated. And it's so distraught. No one has seen my hat. What if I never see it again? What if nobody ever finds it? And then we have our one, our one kind deer. Yeah. Comes in and she's like, hey, buddy, what's wrong? See, he's like continuing to be helpful. Well, what does the hat look like? And as the bear describes it, which I think is really fun because on the first read, you do see a rabbit wearing a red pointy hat, but the bear has not discussed what the hat looks like. Yeah. So possibly in this moment, you discover along with the bear that we have, have seen his hat. Also, have you not also had that moment in your real life? Because wow, I have it all the time where I'm like, I can't find the thing. And someone will be like, what's the thing you can't find? And if I describe the thing, then I can see it right there in front of my face where it has been the entire time I was looking for it. Oh my God. This is a a discussion with Avery. Like, have, have you seen my blanket? I can't find my blanket anywhere. Have you seen, have you? And you're like, did you, did you look for it? Or are you just walking around asking everyone else to find it? And then it's like, well, it's at your feet. You're literally standing on it. (gasps) My blanket. Yes. Yeah. I feel like this is a feeling that is uh, maybe not universal, but certainly recognizable to many. Yes. Yes. Because, wow, that page where that bear is like, oh my God, I have seen my hat and it's all red and his eyes are big. Wow. That is just a picture of me at least three times a day, every day. (laughs) So uh, we're, I'm going to take this segue into the art because all of the pages are on like tan or white and the page where he realizes he has seen that asshole rabbit wearing his hat bright red like anger violence red it's so good I love that you mentioned the eyes because because of the way these characters are there are no facial expressions ever no the eyes are the same except this one picture and honestly they're not that much bigger than the standard one. But somehow there's so much emotion in them. Yes. I don't know how he did it. But I there's so either. much emotion in these eyes that don't change. Because I looked really hard because the bear is facing, as he's asking all the animals, he's standing in the same way he's posing. And I'm like, did we just copy and drag this, the same picture of the bear through all these pages, which would have been completely fine. But I don't think so I had to get really close but like there's some slightly different shading mm-hmm. which honestly to me I'm like you should have just copied and dragged I think you made more work for yourself than you needed to <laughs> but no no mouse no mouse yeah. and everyone has these weird slit little eyes that stare at you you the reader the whole time did yes. you get that feeling oh yeah even like there's that one where the bear and the rabbit are confronting each other. Where it's like, you've got my hat. 
that that page happens, right? I'm not a man. No, the next one. Oh, oh, because the bear runs up to the rabbit. It's like, you, you stole my hat. And then there's no words and they're just staring. Despite the fact that they are also staring at you, the reader, at the same time. There, <laughs> there, were, sick. there were several times I felt slightly like invaded by the way, especially the weird mole armadillo. Yes, they, that one's looking right at me. And I had I went back and I looked at the eyes on the bear, and every time I'm like, nope, it's just staring straight at you, the reader. <laughs> yeah. Almost like he's asking you. Have have you seen? Was it my you? Hat? Did you take it? My hat. It, that will be missed uh, for our listeners. But <laughs> <laughs> I just spent a lot of time staring at each other across our Zoom call in a judgmental "Have you seen my hat?" way. Yes. Please subscribe to Patreon to review our videos. <laughs> <laughs> There's one time I think I see a mouth. And yeah. it's when the bear reigns over and says, you, you stole my hat. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell if it's just a shadow and I want it, but it feels like he has a smile of joy that mm. he covered this hat. And maybe he's not like so mad, like it takes a little, even though the type is all in capital, because I see the shadow of a smile. It's like, you, you stole my hat. Like it's joy that he found this hat. Uh-huh. And then the rabbit's like, no. Yeah, right. No like that's there's no dialogue about it, but you can see the rabbit going. Nah, this, this this is my hat. I don't know what you're talking about. This is clearly and forever always been my hat. My hat. I am oh. very trustworthy. Mm. Here, here is a fascinating question. What if there are two red pointed hats? What if the reason the that didn't actually steal his hat oh what a good twist it would be if he ate the rabbit and then like a page later he was like oh nerds there's my hat (laughs) right because to be fair let's uh i mean to be fair the rabbit very much despite his last in the first one where he asked have you seen my hat and the rabbit eyes look shifty despite staring straight ahead like yeah it's it's not a trustworthy rabbit And, okay, one thing we didn't get into is the dialogue of this. Mm. Bear approaches, ask, have you seen my hat? Animal says no in some way. Bear says, okay, thank you anyway. It's a couple of the animals say one or two other things, but it's literally like two lines. The rabbit, however, is like, no, why are you asking me? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any hats anywhere. I would not steal a hat. Don't ask me any more questions. Yeah, the rabbit's guilty. Yeah, I, I don't think my two hat scenario holds up. But I feel it's like it would be, a, that would be an excellent fan it. fiction. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then mimicked in the one, okay. Yeah. We never see the bear eat the rabbit. No, I think that would be too much for a small person's children book. Right. That might, that might really be <laughs> that, a subversive ending. Yes. We confront the rabbit, no words are done, and then the bear is sitting triumphant with his hat on in a pile of broken leaves that where, are where the rabbit was. They're, the, they're pretty much the same leaves, just broken. Yes, very tussled. Yeah. And then a squirrel, who we've never met before, comes up, excuse me, have you seen a rabbit wearing a hat? 
And then the bear, racked with guilt, or just a terrible, terrible liar goes, no, why are you asking me? I haven't seen them. I haven't seen any rabbits anywhere. I would not eat a rabbit. Don't ask me any more questions. And what I love is because I'm almost willing to believe the bear is just sitting on the rabbit, but then it's a line, I would not eat a rabbit. It's like, right? <gasps> you because suck. I have, like, I, I mean, I've read this, I think I've read this book twice, so I can't say every time, but like, where my brain goes when I get to that page is surely the bear is sitting on the rabbit and yes. I should be able to see the little ears like out from under him or something. And like, and then he'll let the rabbit up and he'll hop right. away. But the text says the bear definitely ate the rabbit. Oh, most definitely. My favorite is the squirrels just like, okay, thank you anyway. <laughs> derp, 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 derp. I'm oh. a little bit surprised that the sequel is not have you seen a rabbit? Easy picking. <laughs> but also, I guess. easy pickings and also hard to have a good ending because you haven't. The squirrel, the rabbit is dead. Oh, yeah. Unless it's in it's something like, between like flossing out some fur between his teeth. Yeah. It's like, done. Unless we're turning this into like a John Wick revenge flick. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a fan fiction. Crap, I had like another point to bring up and I completely Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh the whole book is dialogue. Yes. And there are different colors for the dialogue based on yeah. who is talking, which is really funny because there's not a lot of different colors in this, but we have somehow managed to make the the dialogue of the deer in brown different than the dialogue of the snake in like burnt umber yeah yeah I, I also have a note about the writing and like the way that like there's no descriptors and there's none of the like markers of speech it's not like the bear asked have nope. you seen my cat no I haven't replied the snake like there's none of those extra words there's no quotation marks there's no nothing it's just words and it feels I like it. I think it's great. It makes it makes you look at the pictures a little bit harder to figure out who's talking because you're like, ah, a frog. There's the yes. frog. The frog is talking, which is cool. It also just there's something about this book that just gives me big internet vibes. According to the Wikipedia page, the bear became a meme at some point. Yeah. Like it feels like a meme. The whole thing. Well, and I think. God, I love this weird mole armadillo because yeah. it's like, have you seen my hat? What is a hat? Thank you anyway. Like it, like the whole thing is just <laughs> yeah. so it's just like the, the way the interaction happens. It just, it feels, it feels like a Tumblr joke a little bit. Yes. Yes. It very much. In like does. the best way. I love those kinds of Tumblr threads. This is, uh, he's two years older than me. But as I was reading this, it's one of those moments like, I'm so glad people my generation are now making art that's out there in the world because this is completely our generation's dumb sense of yeah. humor. And like now, this is a very millennial book. Oh, yes. And the idea that we are impressing this on to today's children, I'm yeah. like, God, they're going to be some weird weirdos because yeah. Our generation was this weird and we had like standard children's books. And now we're like, here are all of our weird kids' books. You'll love them. 
speaking of which, when we read this the first time um, with Avery, um, I burst out laughing. And Avery, we read the whole thing. And she's like, what happened to the rabbit? I'm like, oh, he ate the rabbit. <laughs> and Avery like pondered for a second and went, and then laughed. <laughs> which is great. That is the correct response to this book. I feel like if I had met this, I love this book. I think it's such a good twist. If I had met this book when I was small, too much yeah no I wouldn't have loved it I was not interested no 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 it would have been bad <laughs> I don't because even if the no rabbit idea. got eaten off screen I wouldn't have done good with it it would not have been one of my faves but I think it's also this is part of the, the culture like we have embraced yes. a little bit more dark humor in children's books now we, I just it, yeah. if it was people I would have been fine strangely really cannibalism would have been an I mean it would have been distressing but like whatever they're dead I don't care um but because it's an animal I would have had a hard time <laughs> very specific empathy as a child I keep getting tripped up I'm like I don't think bears are that level of car like I kept being like I don't think bears eat rabbits they I mean eat they totally fish. would if they found a dead rabbit, they would 100% eat them. I don't know that a bear would catch a rabbit. We're also talking about bears who do not wear hats in the wild. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it's fair we don't go down that one. Well, maybe they would. I thought they like smaller things. Like I could see more like mouse kind of thing. I mean, their, their mouths are big enough. I know, but like nuts and berries and fish is kind of like my cliche diet of a bear. I mean, a polar bear would eat it. But it's oh, yeah. No, no, no. You bring up a very good point. And like a grizzly would eat it. Okay. Okay. Bears more vicious than I'm thinking. But this feels more like a black bear. And His type not- font color is black. So makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that kind of vibe going. Yes. The kind of bear that wants to climb a tree and make a nest and eat the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It feels... Like that kind of, hilariously, we're back on like, what what climate does this bear live on? Are there armadillos there? I mean, black bears have a very large range. They live all over the continental it's true. Americas. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast how, about black bears. I don't know how far south they go, though. I'd have to Google and that would crash my computer. So <laughs> but I guess old. we'll never know. Fine. Oh, species range from Canada and North America to Mexico in the South. Yeah. Okay. A black bear can completely have a conversation with an armadillo. No yeah, problem. Yeah, because a black bear, I, I also know that a black bear lives in Florida because there's that bad black bear that tried to steal a car in Florida. <clears throat> One of my favorite news stories of all time. It's always Florida. Focusing, focusing back. Yeah. Circle back. Here we go. Oh, well. This was, this was a little bit of a way back when question, but because the hat does not fit the bear very well and fits the rabbit, and I pondered, is it actually the rabbit's hat? Who designed the hat? And therefore, how is the hat properly supposed to fit? Hmm. Like when you go into yeah. a store and you try on something fashion and you do it and you're like, is it supposed to be this baggy? Or did we did we do this on purpose or is this an or am I wearing the wrong size? Yes. I, I have very much got those vibes when the bear yeah. put the hat on. Well, I mean, maybe it also 
found a camper and took oh. my hat. Okay. Oh, so this is right. Like, yeah. I, I don't know that this bear went to a store. It brings up some fascinating <laughs> questions of who is the bear's haberdashery. Yeah. Turns out I really like pins, but I don't own a jacket to put them on. I love the enamel pin craze and I am do not wear pins. Well, I guess by the time we're selling our own enamel pin merch, we'll have to suck it up. That's good merch. They're not that hard to get made. I know, but we maybe need to have listeners first. Because I think they're not that hard to get made because you buy a hundred of them. Hmm. A valid point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Goals. Oh, oh, wait. Find more listeners so I can have a cool pin. Feel free to visit our merch page on (laughs) PeterRevital.com. But you specifically got the website that you can't sell things from. Um. Hit us up on DM for Instagram for pins. <laughs> oh my God. We've gotten so off the rails. Huh. Yes, we have. Okay. The the art is good. It's we haven't talked about the mouthfeel. Oh no, we have not talked about um the we've rhythm. talked about yeah. the fun of the grant but like the stylistic choices of the writing. Yes. That yeah. is great. We love it. We haven't talked about the rhythm or the mouthfeel though. Those are things we talk about in this podcast. And what and what would you like to talk about them? I didn't read the whole thing out loud. Oh, this is gonna be great. I'm bad at homework. I am gonna make you start reading these to Avery. <laughs> Full experience. So this is a good time to mention this. I found we don't neither one of us own this book. I was at the library picking up an book and they had this one. I got giddy and I got it um, for, for Avery. Yeah. But uh, I heard about this book from you yes. when Avery was little and you told me about this funny book. And this is a book designed to be read in your voice with your emphasis and cadence. <laughs> and so now. That's true. When- actually, now that I think about how it's written, that's very much a me book. I want you to read this section for the listeners. Ah, yes. Nobody has seen my hat. What if I never see it again? What if nobody ever finds it? My poor hat. I miss it so much. It's just got Yeah, no, it's you. It's very, yeah. Yeah. I am the bear. It's cool. I accept that. <laughs> and when I read this to Avery, I channel you. That's the best. That makes me very happy. Because the bear definitely has this like slightly dramatic, but not, but also being a bit passive about it. (laughs) Oh, whoa. (laughs) My hat. If only I had seen it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have a deep connection. Yes. This bear. Soulmates. Yes, this this bear is an Annika through and yeah. through. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that was that was our rhythm and rhyme book part. I feel like this one's short. 
given how much i mean it's a short book but it's like a very short how book. much we've gone off topic <laughs> we're still doing fine on time <laughs> it's gonna be a shortish podcast episode look the book doesn't have a whole bunch going on it's a very focused yes suit of a hat interaction yeah. with people um, yeah and the art is similarly focused, focused. There, there is this funny moment um, where the bear, after realizing the rabbit has his hat and he's running yes. by everyone, is such, I imagine it's supposed to be like a medley of him running by each one as he moves. No, it, it purely feels like they all lined up, lined up. for this yeah. moment. Yes. And then I wonder, were they this close this whole time? It feels <laughs> like there's been a little bit of a journey between each page, but like there isn't explicitly a journey. What if they're just like all right next to each other? And he's like, hey, have you seen my hat? No, cool. Have you seen my hat? He like right. literally no. turned. Have you seen it? <laughs> Although the, the frog or toad, hard to say, is not in the lineup. That's true. So, well, it's hard to move your pond. It's probably a frog because it's inside the pond and a frog likes to be wet and a toad doesn't like to be super wet. I will take your a word for it. A toad would be it. more likely to be on a log or under some leaves. Mm. Although, but he's like thick like a toad. There are fat frogs. I mean, yes, but like... That, that, that gives me frog vibes. All right. He also has no front legs. Also true, which exactly. makes it hard to be a frog or a toad. Oh, one thing that's also just funny is all the animals, a large majority of the animals are standing up. Yes. Which never didn't even bother me or think much <laughs> of until I noticed the frog was also up. up. Yeah. Well, I mean, a bear stands like that. But, well, I guess not everybody, because, like, the turtle and the fox are down. But, like, the deer. The yeah, deer the is deer, standing. And that's not, I don't think a deer's pelvis is meant to do that. <laughs> He's a very tall, lanky deer. Yeah. And the squirrel also, no frontal, no front legs. Oh, he doesn't. There's something nope. about that shadow that makes me, I just fill it in with my... Brain. My brain says, yeah, he's got little arms there, but he doesn't. I kept thinking, like I said, I saw expressions on the bear's face and I'm like, nope, it's, nope. <laughs> nope, my brain did that for me. Thank you, brain. What a great illustration trick that he yes. got so much expression out of not doing any of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, all we've got left is our moral or message. If you steal a bear's hat, you deserve to be eaten. Uh, don't don't be a dick, or someone will rain down some Old Testament justice upon you. <laughs> um, it's 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 good to share, but you have to ask first. <laughs> it's a stretch. Animals um, are terrible liars. <laughs> <laughs> that one seems right. <laughs> They're both very bad at it. Yeah, I keep being like, I want to play poker with these two and take all their money. <laughs> I do a little bit wonder, given their very similar responses when they're lying, if they would mm -hmm. be friends if the rabbit hadn't stolen his hat. Or are they too similar? I feel, hmm. I am someone that accidentally will mimic other people's speech patterns. 
True. I do so that also. I feel like the bear, he has just in that moment panicked and mm. is just spouting rabbit. Fair. Fair. Ooh. Or maybe this is like one of those old times where the belief of like you, you eat the heart of your enemy and therefore you take their power. <laughs> and his power is bad lying. <laughs> Look, mixed bag. You might be right. <laughs> Thank you for throwing me that bone. <laughs> uh, just a delight. Yeah. This book. Is it, does, does the dry humor, it's not sarcasm, but it's just the, like the deadpanness of it. Yeah. Is what makes it so funny to me. Does it translate to small person? Avery really likes the book. Okay. And I think it's one of those, she maybe can't describe why. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have a more detailed reading because. No. We read it as soon as we got it, and then she was thought, thought it was funny. So we've read it several times that yeah. by the time it was time for me to record, we'd read it a bunch. She she thinks the end is hilarious. Yeah. She is. Because as I was reading it, and I was like, it's neat. It's super fun. I love it very much. But I wondered if it was one of those ones. I mean, it is very much a book that adults can enjoy because there's just that, like, it's so dry. Yes. <laughs> it's so, like... That that like meme feeling is so strong that it's a great time, and I just I it made me wonder if it translated to to small children or if this was just a case of like parents who love this book reading it to their children who are like I don't really get it but cool thanks. Like when you went back and watched certain movies, like you realize Disney movies had a lot of like inside oh, yeah. baseball for the parents that you didn't pick up. I think, but you still enjoyed it. I think this is kind of a similar thing because in reading this. Avery likes the book. She wants to read it again. She thought the ending was funny. Mm-hmm. I do snort several times at certain things. The stupid armadillo mole, just like, what is that? Thank you, anyway. <laughs> and like, I can't finish the page without chuckling. And Avery's like, what's so funny? I'm like, it's, 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 it's funny. Like, it's a funny thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's one of those where, she will like the book. Strangely, she'll read it, you know, years later and be like, oh, this thing, funnier than I remember. Yes. Okay. Good. I worry about that sometimes with kids' books. I, I see it too. That, that I like a lot, particularly, like newer books that I didn't read as a kid that now I'm like, oh, this is so good. I love it. I'm like, ooh, does that mean that children will not? Right. And- like or like, said, will they, will they understand the joke? And as yeah. our generation is, is creating more and more of the media and content out there, which I love because it's my dumb sense of humor. There are moments of like, are we just making it for ourselves? Yeah. But that being said, this thing did win a Theodore Seuss Giesel honor. Hmm. So lots of other people thought it was a great book. Whether it was yeah. just more adults saying, here, kid, you will like this. <laughs> Outro. Okay. So, Annika, what are we reading next week? Uh, next week, we are reading one of Katie's favorites from childhood. Hi-yo, Fido by Ron Barrett. It is a weird, weird time. Can't wait. I cannot wait to experience it for the very first time. 
Also, it was really hard to find a copy on thrift books to send you. They didn't even like have a picture of the cover. So my guess is we are reading a book that has clearly gone out of print. Engagement. Engagement. Tell us what kind of pins you want. (laughs) It's to sell. (laughs) For our cool enamel pin side hustle. It's just a little uh, red triangle. That's it. Yeah. Oh, oh, we can make a pin for every book. <laughs> That'd be a lot of pins. That'd be too oh. many pins. Uh, <laughs> Run into copyright stuff. Oh, all so many over losses. the place. Gosh. It, look, people would have to listen to us for them to sue us. <laughs> That's true. We could just spend all of our money on a hundred pins of naked Frank and Ernest for ourselves. Engagement. Engagement. Um, Do you think the rabbit deserved to be eaten? Are there any great children's books with dark twist Ah. that you love? Please tell us about them. On our Instagram. Like, like, comment, and subscribe? Yes, yes. You can subscribe to us now. Officially. Maybe download the podcast or leave a review somewhere yes and you know what if you really want to be a friend just play it on mute in the background it really helps our numbers <laughs> <laughs>